podcast dedicated to catching up with former RAs and hearing where their journey of life has taken them since their glory days at New York University. My name is Sophie, and I am tonight's co-host, a junior from Mexico studying marketing and sustainable business and an RA in Gramercy. And my name is Tom Ellett. I serve as the Senior Associate Vice President of Student Affairs, and I'm the other co-host. Welcome, Welcome. Sophie. <laughs> How is life treating you? It's been great. Thank you. How about you? Excellent. Tell me a little bit about that major that you have. Marketing and sustainable business, it's actually two concentrations at Mm -hmm. Stern. Marketing is all about marketing products, making sure that there's an audience for whatever product a company is selling. And sustainable business is all about social and environmental sustainability. So seeing how business operations can change in a way that don't harm the environment, don't harm the people around them, and actually bring value to society. What made you choose NYU? New York University had always just been a goal of mine. Like, I really liked New York when I visited when I was younger. You know, I came through Washington Square Park. It was great. I thought, wow, that's really cool. And then my parents actually moved to Texas. So I ended up finishing high school in Texas, applying to NYU because they had a great business program. And once I visited, I just knew. I knew that this is where I wanted to be. And has it been everything you thought it would be? Oh, definitely, yeah. Outstanding. (laughs) We have some guests tonight? We have two guests tonight. Two? Yeah. Today, our guests are Jonathan Feeweger, who served as an RA in Gramercy for Daniel Choi and Coco Wheaton, and Jen Sheridan and Julia Esser during the 2010 to 2012 academic years. And Jamie Schlebowski, who served as an RA in Hayden Hall, working for Stephanie Rabel and Kat Dobb during the 2009 to 2011 academic years. Outstanding. How are the two of you? We're doing good. Happy to be here. And where are you both right now? Calling in from Los Angeles. So we both moved out here at different times, but we live out west now and love it. Awesome. Tell us what you have done since you graduated from NYU. This is Jonathan. And after graduating, I worked in New York City for five plus years, interned while I was in at NYU, and I ended up getting a job with the internship at Showtime after I graduated and stayed there and then moved along to CNN for a brief period. Then I made the move out to Los Angeles, where I am a publicist now. Um, I work for NBC Universal, and I moved out to LA just earlier this year in February. Jamie, what about you? And I also work in the entertainment industry and got my first job where I interned, which was at HBO. I've been working in the licensing sector of entertainment for over eight years now, and I always wanted to move to Los Angeles. So an opportunity came about a little over three years ago to work for Hasbro to join their team to work on the Disney princess business. So I made the move out west, worked there for around two years, and then I went over to Universal Pictures, where I just worked was working on Jurassic World. Um, we had Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom come out in the summer, which was really exciting. And just recently, I got a new job. I'm now working at Warner Brothers in the franchise management and marketing team for their consumer products business, working on Harry Potter and the Wizarding World business. So that's one of my favorite brands, and I'm really excited to be on that team. Outstanding. That sounds amazing. So let's jump back to your time at Washington Square. What did you study while you were at NYU? I was in the Gallatin School, and 
obviously being in Gallatin, you kind of create your own major and specialties. And I studied entertainment business. So I had a big focus on marketing, film, television, theater, taking a lot of Stern classes, but also, you know, the Gallatin classes. And one of the other big things I took huge advantage of was interning throughout the city. Because in Gallatin, you were allowed to take internships for credit. And so I really took advantage of that. But I kind of did an intersection of entertainment, business, all of that, communications, that sort of stuff. I studied media, culture, and communication at Steinhardt, and I was a producing minor with Tish. Now, you both knew each other here at NYU, obviously, and have continued that relationship. Tell us about your extracurricular activities. Is that where the intersection occurred? Yes, it did. We were both really involved on NYU's campus, and I'll let Jonathan speak to some of the things that he was really involved in. But one of the big things that I did was undergraduate student government with Steinhardt. I had leadership positions throughout my time at school, starting freshman year as programming chair. I was vice president my junior year and then president my senior year. And then how I met Jonathan was actually through admissions ambassadors. Those are really important extracurriculars that I participated in, how I met a lot of my friends and people that I'm still in close contact with today. I also, as Jeannie mentioned, was very involved on campus too. And, you know, that was when I started at NYU, that was something that I really wanted to do because the majority of students going to NYU as freshmen are all new to the city. And so the best way to meet people are to is to get involved and to, you know, join as many clubs as you can. And so I met Jamie through admissions ambassador. Um, I became an admissions ambassador my freshman year and was part of it through graduation. Then I was also obviously an RA in Gramercy for my junior and senior year. Then I got involved with that sophomore year when I joined GLAM, which was the (laughs) hall council for Gramercy. And that I got bit by the bug and I knew that I wanted to be part of Res Life from that point forward. And then I was also involved with a club called Two Birds, One Stone, which I actually don't know if it's, I hope it's still around. We picked up donated food from dining halls every night and deliver them to two shelters in Manhattan. And so we picked up from Hayden and we picked up from Weinstein. So I was involved with that. Yeah, the club is still around. Oh, good. Yeah. I did that from the very beginning because I did outreach even before I started in NYU Outreach, which is the program that you got to move in a week early and you did service projects for the week prior to Welcome Week. And that's how I found out about it. And so I was involved with that program until I graduated as well. That's awesome. I did outreach too. A lot of commonalities here. <laughs> oh, I loved, I loved outreach. Yeah, it's really fun. Going back a little bit to what you touched on earlier, did you always want to be an RA while you were at undergrad? Always did from when I started at NYU. I loved my freshman RA. I lived in Third North my freshman year, and they had a great staff. I wasn't really involved with Hall Council at Third North, but I you know, really loved all the RAs. And I just saw how much fun they were having and what they got to plan and getting to know all the students. And then sophomore year, being with Poco Wheaton and Daniel as a resident, I just knew that whether or not I was able to stay in Gramercy, if I were to be hired as an RA was beside the point, but I wanted to be an RA at any community that I could, just because I loved you know, the giving back to the to the students and, and kind of like I hinted earlier, everyone is new to NYU. There's very, I mean, there are very few students that are actually from the city. And so 
you know, you all, you kind of have to create your own community. And so being an RA, you were able to create your own community, but also help the students create theirs, which I really enjoyed. What was it like to work on staff at NYU? It's a hard way to describe it. I don't think there's been anything else in my life that has sort of been like that exact experience, but you become so close. I had, my staff was around 15 people. So you become immediately best friends with these people on, in and out through the training that they have right off the bat. I think what was so special about Hayden and my staff both years was that it was people from all areas of the school, all different schools at NYU, different majors, people who were involved in different organizations. And just really, it makes your NYU network and the experience you have so much bigger because I was becoming friends with people who are going to be doctors and were studying in CIS or friends who were in Stern and studying in accounting. And my life up to that point was very Steinhardt communications entertainment focused. And it just allowed me to really see a much bigger picture at NYU and find out about so many other amazing things that were happening on campus and ways that I could have my um, residents tap into those things through the network and community that we built together. What kinds of relationships did you have with your residents? I had my first year I was an RA, you know, being Gramercy, obviously, as you know, um, it, you know, these kids, a lot of them have already established their communities, but then you have a lot of students who are either transfers or coming back from going abroad their freshman year or wherever. Um, so, I mean, my first year, I really, you know, just tried to be a resource for them. And, you know, I, I tried to just help them, you know, as they were going from freshman to sophomore year, really try to get, you know, get more acclimated to the city. And then my second year, I was an RA, I was an explorations floor RA for the community service floor in Gramercy. And so that one, all of those students that were part of the floor were there for this one reason. And so it was really nice that we got to kind of bond over that. You had that built in relationship already of you both had, you know, everyone had this love for for community service and volunteering. And so my second year was a lot more, the relationship was there. And so how do you build upon it as opposed to the first year, which was we have to build this relationship. Did did either of you get involved with the faculty fellows and residents in your buildings? Shout out to John and Kenneth from Hayden. Um, I love them. They were an, a huge part of our building who planned tons of events for us and really were a part of our Hayden family. So I think it's so important to have the FSIRs in the building with students. It just it, it adds another layer to being a freshman, moving to New York City and having another person who's there for you, who's looking out for you and just becomes a part of your community and makes it feel like a piece of home and a much smaller place. Yeah, John and Kenneth are still there in Hayden. I lived in their floor freshman year, too, so. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Were you on the French floor? I was. A lot of connections here today. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Hayden anymore, right? Yeah, it's Lipton now. <laughs> that's crazy. And I was with Bill and Will, and I don't know if they're still in grammar. They just stopped their term. Their nine-year term ended just a, a year and a half ago. Great FFIRs. Oh, they they were awesome and they had like one of the nicest departments and they would make pancakes for us <laughs> and and I mean they they took us to all see all the Broadway shows and it was I loved them they were great so back in your days in Gramercy what were the biggest issues happening on campus the biggest issues you know a lot of people had an issue with Gramercy because people wanted all the nice appliances and not everyone could get them. <laughs> 
And so that was a big issue. I mean, that like, that really, I feel like that, that, I don't know, that ruined friendships, but, um, <laughs> but you know, that was a big part, but I, just because people looked at the, you know, aesthetic of it and that's what they thought, but then I feel like once they came in and they saw the amazing staff that Gramercy had, and then, then that's why everyone wanted to be part of Gramercy, but the housing was always Game of Thrones. (laughs) You could, you know, you could end up anywhere. So that was always kind of a battle among the students, I think. Let's talk a little bit about your skills that you gained in the role. How has that helped you in what you do today? I think that you gain a lot of skills that are now put into practice in my my everyday life. So things like crisis management, race under pressure, dealing with fire drills, and I think leading in a group of peers and also when you are leading a team, all of those skills you really learn being an RA. And I definitely dealt with a lot of on-campus issues. I, I had freshmen, so I wanted to always be very supportive. And I find that I'm that way now in my career. It's really something that will stick with me. And it was a really valuable experience that I use now eight years later. Okay, how did you get engaged in the type of work you do today? So I had mentioned I was a communications major and I've always really loved entertainment. And like Jonathan mentioned, one of the best parts about going to NYU is the fact that we live in New York City and we get to have amazing internships. So I had several internships at school. And then my last internship was with HBO. It was my dream to work there. So my senior year, I was hired on their consumer marketing team working on their e-commerce business. And then when I graduated, I was able to turn that into a full-time job. I had a brief stint working in the programming team doing on-air scheduling on Cinemax. My old team ended up getting a headcount and I went back over there and I got to work on Game of Thrones for the first five seasons, which will forever be, I think, one of the coolest things I'll get to do in my career. I doubt it. I think you're going to do cool, <laughs> just as cool things. I can't say that Game of Thrones is not cool, but I think you're going to continue to do cool things, Jamie. Oh, thanks, Tom. <laughs> but no, I think it's with Game of Thrones, it's just really special. And I, I was looking over some of the questions you're going to answer, and it's, I always think of this fun story where I don't remember this, but I had, I think, watched the pilot or read the script, and I had called my mom, and I had told her, like, Mom, I just, like, saw this amazing thing that's going to be so special. And I don't remember saying this to her, but years later, she'll always tell me that she remembers that. And I think it just... It, it truly is something that it, I think is just personal for me. And I'm really excited. I don't know what I'm going to do on the show ends. Jonathan, talk a little bit about the work that you do. You've, you've transitioned from a couple of different network positions in terms of publicists and so forth and awards. How do you choose which direction to go with when you've made these changes in your career? Like I said earlier, my first position was at Showtime and I worked in awards, which was part of the communications team. I had an incredible boss. It was more than an internship when I was there. It was, you know, really was she was setting me up for a job. I stayed there for almost five years or four and a half years or something. And it was a time when Showtime was really on the up and up. It was, it had Homeland, it had the big C, Dexter was ending, it had really great shows. And then I was looking for my next move and I went to CNN. I'm a big news person. I follow the news really closely. I I watch, I read a lot. And I really wanted to see what it was like to work in the communications department of a news network. And I really enjoyed CNN, but ultimately I really missed working in entertainment and, you know, Jamie and I are very similar. We really love what's the new programming, what's the new series, what movies are coming out. And so 
I really missed that. And I wanted to get back into entertainment publicity for dramas, comedies, and scripted series. And so this job opened up and it happened to be in LA and Jamie happened to be in LA. And so, you know, I I took the leap. And so I'm really happy. I worked across scripted cable dramas. And so we have series that are on, you know, the NBC networks, but we also have series that are on Amazon and Netflix because I'm on the studio side. So we're producing content for a bunch of different networks across, you know, the industry. And I really love just being part of these kind of new TV shows and and new series, getting the shows out so people talk about them and provide entertainment for people. So touching a little bit upon that answer, what are some of the changing issues facing the entertainment industry? One of the changing things is there's just so much. You can't just turn on a TV and there's four channels. There's a million channels plus all these streaming networks. There's a million different options out there. So I think that's a big challenge that companies are facing is how can we get eyeballs on our stuff when we're competing against 500 scripted shows? There's just so much out there and there's so many ideas and you want to make a show for everyone and you want to get everyone's stuff on air, but there's so much competing. So I think that is one of the biggest challenges is the bubble is just getting bigger and bigger. What are you most proud of in your career to date? It's so funny. I saw recently that NYU announced they're going to be starting an NYU and LA program, which I think is incredibly exciting. It's always been a personal dream of mine to move to Los Angeles. So When I decided to make the move three and a half years ago, I moved out here knowing very few people. I had a couple of friends who from NYU who moved out here a lot quicker, didn't really know anyone. And I picked up and I moved with very little furniture and just kind of restarted my life. And I'm just really proud of being able to say that I did that and proud of Jonathan that he did that. I just think there's a lot of agency and like wanting something and then going and doing it. And then just actually in the workplace, I feel really fortunate that I've been able to work on some of the best entertainment brands in the industry. And I think that you learn from everything you do. And I just, I'm really excited to continue to see where my career goes. I just need to know how your mom's coping with you being in LA. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have my two younger sisters who are both back East and who are close to my mom and dad. And um, I visit pretty frequently, but it's, they're also just so proud of me too, because this is something I, I always wanted. And to get to say that you do that, it's really empowering. Okay, so tell us about a most memorable moment in the field that you're currently working in. You know, when I was at Showtime, you know, I worked in awards, and so I would get to go, you know, I got to go to the Emmys. And, you know, those moments are really special because, you know, you get to see people rewarded for what they're doing, and you had a, a helping hand in that. So getting to go to those ceremonies were always fun. And then being able to travel for work has been super rewarding. You know, I've gotten to go to Ireland. I've gotten to go to London, all over the U.S. Traveling is just super important for anyone. And to be able to to do it for work, that makes it even (laughs) better. So what do you tell to that young MCC student or that young business stern student how to get into the field of entertainment? What's your best advice for them? Well, I think they've already done an amazing thing by choosing to go to NYU or for any prospective students. I know for me, when I was looking at schools, the idea that I could live in New York City and intern while at school was the most appealing aspect in my college search process. So I would just say like, 
really go for the internships that you're interested in. Seek out networking opportunities when you find out other NYU alum or your peers who maybe had that dream internship that you're looking for. Maybe you're a freshman and there's a junior who has that internship. I know I passed one of my internships on that I had at Walt Disney Studios to several of my friends who then ended up being interns there. And I think you really try to intern in a lot of different things. I think I had... um, four or five different internships while at NYU. And I got to try working in um, theater with Blue Man Group, theme parks with Six Flags Corporate, as I mentioned, Walt Disney Studios, which was film, and then HBO, which was TV. And I always saw myself being in a role where it was really franchise. So how do we activate a brand across a franchise ecosystem? And what does that brand mean for, let's say, a theme park versus publishing or a show? For what I'm doing now, I think it's really valuable that I was able to learn about those different areas. So just encouraging students to really try something. You might not know if you're going to like it. I didn't know when I took my job at HBO, which I knew I wanted marketing, but they're like, why don't you try out a global licensing role in e-commerce that it would really lead to this amazing career. And I always thought I just wanted to do show advertising before I came to school. So I would just say, take risks, try out internships, do networking, and you're, you're already at an advantage being in New York. So interning during the school year, it's a lot less competitive. The summer internships, everyone is coming to New York. So really take advantage of interning during the year if you can. Do you still have contact with other RA alums? Shout out time, shout out time. <laughs> we, I mean, um, so we're, Jamie and I are, are seeing Charlie Garla, who is an RA Hayden, later today, actually, yeah. and he's out in LA visiting. We are, you know, best friends with Jameson Lee, who was an RA Goddard. My best friend is Maria Funchin, who was an RA at Carlisle and also an RA at NYU Abu Dhabi. Yeah, I talked to a lot of people from Gramercy and a lot of people that were RAs at other buildings too, Mm -hmm. just because there's so much overlap with, you know, admissions and your classes and you get the opportunity to meet so many people from other, from other halls. And Jonathan kind of touched on this, but for me, I was also an explorations RA. I did the NYU show at Hayden. So all of my residents really, a lot of them now also work in entertainment and we were all very close because we had that common interest and several of them are actually my best friends today in New York and some in LA. So it's sort of a really special thing that you've, I've known some of these people for seven, eight years now. We have really meaningful relationships that started in the residence hall. Outstanding. Speed round, real quick answers. Favorite tradition at NYU. Were you ever fortunate to go to Tom's for board games? I think we maybe did a dinner, but I don't know about a board game. Did we play board games? I feel like we played Risk. Risk. I did. I still I still play Risk. I played it Friday night. As a matter of fact, I lost to an RA in Lipton Hall. <laughs> Any celebrity sightings as an NYU student? I can't think of off the top of my head, but my mom used to ask me if I ever saw <laughs> Kelly Ripa. <laughs> did you ever go abroad? I know you did. I did go abroad. I studied in Florence during my spring year. We won't talk about it. <laughs> Did you have a part-time job while at NYU? I was a nanny. A manny. <laughs> a manny. <laughs> this is us. <laughs> I like that. Broadway show you went to see as a student. Legally Blonde is still my favorite Broadway show. I saw it five times while I was an NYU student. <laughs> uh, best NYC place to hang. Best NYC. Oh, well, <laughs> love the Smith, which is, there's like five locations now, but... You know, East Village, right next to Third North. I take the RAs there for brunch once a month now. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Jamie and I, we used to go there all the time. We're 
very good friends with the manager. <laughs> That's funny. That's I miss funny. The Smith, and I can't wait for them to open an LA location. They will. Finally, what was your most memorable RA experience? We've talked about it, but I think meeting so many different people, I mean, meeting Jamie, you know, I wouldn't have had that. I wouldn't be out in LA. Jamie introduced me to an, to an internship in publicity, which is obviously what I'm doing now. You know, meeting all the people. I ran into Daniel Choi on Friday night <laughs> the other day here in LA. I don't, I can't pick one moment. So for me, I would say really having freshmen and seeing them come in in the beginning of the year, just moved to New York, don't know anyone. And then at the end of the year, seeing them just as, you know, 19 year old students who have a group of friends and have a vision for what they want to do. I just think it's one of the most amazing things. And also seeing what they're all up to now and keeping in touch to Jonathan's point, it's really about the relationships. Jonathan and Jamie, thank you so much for spending time with Tom and I to discuss your journey and where your life after NYU has taken you. As always, thanks to our listeners who can stay connected with RA alums who are living the Dream School alumni version of life. Special thanks to my engineer, Juliana Fonseca Alessa, and the current professional staff and alums like Jonathan and Jamie. We really appreciate you both being on, by the way. Thank you. This (laughs) Absolutely. And the alums of NYU who assisted these great RAs in skill acquisition, such as Jen Sheridan, Julia Escher, Daniel Choi, Coco Wheaton, Stephanie Rabel, and Kat Dobb. Thank you much. If you like the show, look for more content on the website. And if you want to know RA's favorite books, yes, I still read them, go to whatthey'reading.blogspot.com. Until next time. Think about how you can help others be a part of a community like Jamie and Jonathan did. 